independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Tell you what, you know, I was listening more and more to Matthew McConaughey the other day, also listening to him on with Brett Baer, and I thought to myself, he is saying everything that we have said since I began the show. So for those of you guys who are just new to the show, maybe you're just passing by, hello. Uh, but I've always joked, I'm in the alt-middle. I like, don't say middle, you got to choose a size. No, you don't. The vast majority of Americans all live in the same place. Maybe a little right, maybe a little left. The problem is the extremes dominate the press. The extremes dominate the interwebs. And that's why nothing gets done. That's why if you, right, and, and, I, and I've talked about this on numerous occasions. I have a friend here who is a congressman. You don't know his name. I will say this. He's on one of those committees where he's not allowed to be on any other committees because the committee he's on is the most powerful committee. It's the committee that people like, I don't really. And he will tell me stories of how a Democrat will get off at a different floor that's not the floor that his office is in because he can't allow some press people or some constituents to see them together because it'll hit the internet and it could get him in trouble. Could you imagine today, just for a second, you are at work and you're like, oh, I'm going to go out with, uh, you know, Jane or, or Jim from, uh, you know, accounting. And they're like, dude, you're a sales guy. If anybody sees you, you're screwed. Wait, what? Yeah. Those SOBs, are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. We've allowed the extreme sides of both sides to dominate everything. And partly because reality TV and social media both kind of hit at the same time. And then the algorithms came. And the algorithms said, hey, people are more interested in watching people throw food at each other than actually watch them have a civil dinner. People are more apt to watch people argue and fight than to see progress. And that is not a good place to be. That is not successful. You know, you go back through, through history. Go back through history. Name a culture that became tribal and had tribes that you can look back and go, they're still thriving. You can't. You can't. Look throughout the Middle East in war-torn areas. What do you have? Warlords and tribes. Throughout parts of Africa, warlords and tribes. We've become so tribal that the thought of talking to somebody on, quote-unquote, the other team is bad. Is that insane? We can't even have a conversation about whether or not an 18-year-old should be able to, to have a gun without any training or any other, you know, I don't know, knowledge. Is that insane? I feel like, you no, know, it's, I'm a gun owner. 
I would like to see some common sense reform. I would like to see some stuff that a vast majority of Americans believe. And I'd like to see it done in a way where, you know what? We're not trying to put in anything in here that is going to strip somebody of their rights. We want to strengthen the Second Amendment, and we want to take it back from lunatics, evildoers, criminals, etc. We can't even have that conversation. Tonight, we're getting ready to start January 6th hearings. Made for TV, brought to you by... Is that meant to bring the country together? Is that meant to unify the country? Or is that meant to further push us apart, affirm our beliefs, fact-check each other because we're giving half-truths to gin up the base and to raise money? It's sad. It really is. It really is. And both sides are guilty because both sides have allowed the extremes to actually hijack conversations. And it's sad. When I got into this all those years ago, when we put this thing together and I wanted to be fun, I want to have fun. I want to be different. I don't talk politics 24-7. I'm not interested in it. I'm interested in everything. I want to be where you and I are BSing, hanging out, having a good time, talking about all kinds of stuff. Right? UFOs, which are real. Yeah, everybody goes, oh, radio's changing. You know, Trump came along. We became more tribal than ever. Not saying that that's all his fault. I think social media plays a huge part in it. Listening to McConaughey the other day talk about, I'm like, I've been saying that forever and a day. Just like I've been saying, you know, when you're a politician, you're interested in personal first, party second, and anything that's left, we'll toss that to the people there's a uh, weird kind of spanish horror movie and what it is 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 like three or four floors there's this big table and these guys are gals are all prisoners and the top floor has all this amazing food and they eat it right and that's the personal then it drops down, and there's still some food left, right? After a while, it drops down. There's some food left, and it's that's the party. And the party's going to take a lot of the other stuff, and that includes all of the donors and everybody else. And then at the end, when there's virtually nothing left, it goes down to the bottom, the scraps. And there's more people down there, and they're fighting over them. And that's what they want with us. We've got to stop it. And we have the power to do it. We do, because we're the ones who put them, quote-unquote, in power. No, we've put them in positions to be the voice for us. But does that man or woman who goes to D.C., who goes to your state capitol, do they represent the voice of you, for real? Well, maybe in public at times they do, but how many times in private where stuff gets done? Nothing tonight is going to be earth-shattering that you don't already know or think. But if you think that bringing in a, 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 a former TV executive to go and make this thing amazing and big and is, is meant to unify us, you're fooling yourself. 
323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. A lot of stuff to get to today. Yes, inflation is ugly. United Arab Emirates yesterday came out and said, hey, uh, gas, yeah, it's not at its peak. They're thinking 150. I don't even know what 150 gas would look like at this point. For the average American, I'm assuming nationwide you're looking at $7 a gallon, six and a half. And I'm thinking in places like California, you're probably looking at eight to 10. And not in just some of those places that are remote. So, my, I don't know what, like, I look at six and a half dollars a gallon and I think to myself, what does that actually do? For the average person. Like, where does that put you? If every time you fill up and it's $150, it's $200. And you do that six times a month. You did that six times a month and it was, you've got a, you know, it's six bucks a gallon and you got a 20 gallon tank, it's 120 bucks. You're closing, what, $720? Man, that's that that's real money right there. That's the car payment of the car you're driving and its insurance. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. A lot of other stuff to get to today, including body positivity. Here's the insanity. There is a, a, a girl. I don't know who she is, but she was at the uh, MTV Music Awards. And I will say this. She is easy on the eyes, I guess. It's a good way to describe it. But uh, people are upset with her because she wore something that they can't wear, wear and thus she is hurting them. <laughs> We've lost the plot again. 323-538-2423. Omaha Steaks. Here's something we can all agree on. Steaks. Dads. Dads want steaks. They do. Unless your dad's a vegetarian. But dads want steaks. Especially good ones. Nothing's better than Omaha Steaks. Right now, they've got a package. It's $99. You can get 16 amazing entrees, including the bacon-wrapped fillets. Oh, smoky. Mmm, tasty. Right? The plump, giant chicken breast. Uh, jumbo gourmet. Franks. Oh. The tartlets. Caramel apple tartlets. And, yes, they're going to throw in eight extra big, mega, so tasty burgers. Omaha Steaks. Has done it again. It's only $99. So it's 100% money back guarantee. And now is your chance. Take advantage of it. We've barbecued the last couple days. The, the weather's hot. The pool is cool. We get in. We barbecue. We have fun. Spending time with little Charlie, my little one, is amazing. I love every second of it. And we're on our second package of this. Do this for your dad. He'll love it. Don't get him a tie. Get him the Dad Want Steaks package right now. You go to omahasteaks.com. There's a search bar. You type in Benson. You get the deal, and the deal is 100% money-back guarantee. Unconditional, like Dad's love. omahasteaks.com, keyword Benson, omahasteaks.com. Search bar, type in Benson. You get the $99 deal, the Dad's Want Steak package. Chad Benson Show. Get over it. It's time to forge a new path with your very own political cartographer, Chad. 
get off and get asked. Look, the Republicans don't play it square. Why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well, guess what? If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not a joke. And I, I understand that argument, but also it's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you got to send even... them to jail. Uh, Biden last night on with Kimmel. We're just talking. Don't think he really helped himself there. Uh, The reading the room moment, right? And I know I think he was out in California. Just he doesn't read the room. He was out there doing. I don't know his fundraiser. I saw he met with Newsom. Uh, It's it's. Oh, just put him in jail. Oh, they don't play it straight. Like, come on. None of you guys play it straight. That's what you guys do. None of you play it straight. Not a soul out there, I think, plays it straight that we talk about or know of. The ones that try to, they're the ones down at the basement trying to get something done. The actual ones that we see and we end up talking about, well, that's, you think they're playing it straight? Come on. My God, you have a, you, you, you have a nightmare at the border a nightmare at the border what have you done how even when they've said now this this executive order from trump can sand uh what have you done you're like well we're not going to implement it it's 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 a joke and that's the sad thing that's part of it and that's part of the partisan bs right I mean, you know, it's like when they try to pass an abortion, you know, law. And you go and you read it, you're like, you're not here to protect a woman's right to choose. You're here to expand this thing ridiculously. And in doing so, you knew nobody would vote for it because the whole thing is to get people on the record that say, well, they didn't like it. I go back to whenever they pass a bill. So-and-so didn't vote for this bill about saving penguins. Yeah, a dollar goes to save the penguins. The other $80 trillion goes to a bunch of other stupid things. Nobody plays it straight. Nobody does. We're talking about, I can't believe he's going to go meet with Saudi Arabia. I'm thinking, it's a, what leaders have to do. Sometimes you got to put aside certain things. And you have to meet people and you have to do things that you're not thrilled by. Because it's for the betterment of, of what's going on. We've got gas prices through the roof. UAE's like, oh, could go to 150. You're like, oh my God, 150. What does that even look like at a gas pump? At the same time, he's going to cut tariffs to allow cheap Chinese solar made panels in here. So you don't want to meet with the Saudis, but you're totally fine meeting with China. We'll sell weapons to the Saudis, but we don't want to be seen with. I mean, that is the, that is the insanity of modern-day politics. And I look around, I blame some of it on us because of the reaction. I blame a lot of it on social media because it's way too much publicity. It bunches way too, way above its it, it, its true influence and what it should be. It's sad. It is. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text it. We're going to talk a little inflation. We're going to talk a little bit about guns.
as well? Can they actually get something done? Does America really want some common sense gun legislation? Is that something America really, really wants? Can we say the same thing about abortion, right? A woman's right to choose. Why do the extremes get to dominate everything? And part of that, again, goes back to us. When do we look over and go, hey, we're 84% of this? Why, why do those idiots, the 8% on each side, get the microphone? Somebody, let's be adults in the room and take that thing back. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. It's the Chad Benson Show. Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Gun reforms as America wanted. I think America wants something. You know what we don't want? We don't want extremes, right? We don't want it's all or nothing or the opposite, right? It's nothing. The common sense in there. But we don't allow common sense to come to the party. We don't allow common sense to have a place at the table. We don't allow common sense to have any kind of 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 take on a debate or uh, what eventually becomes an argument because it's there's nothing there. Like I say, go back to reality TV. If you're watching The Real Housewives of God knows where they are this week, it could be Boise for all I know. <laughs> Real Housewives of Boise. Next on The Real Housewives of Boise. Two people sitting there having a normal conversation and laughing and getting along. Nobody watches that. Two people that throw punches at each other and food at each other, screaming and yelling. And people are going to watch that. And of course they are. Because if you're in a restaurant and you're hanging out with your wife or your friend, and you're just sitting there chatting, and then the people behind you start fighting, you're going to turn and look. Those people, we need to take the microphone away from. We do. Right now, Biden has to think about a lot of things. Can he get something done with guns? Would that be a win for him? I think it would be a win for all of us. Why does that have to be a win for him? Because he's on the other team, Chad. Oh, we have teams? <laughs> yeah. Like, really what happened? We got teams? Yeah, we got teams. Shut up. We don't have teams. We're Americans, right? Yes. We should want the best for one another, right? Yes. But I want my team to win. 
Once we started wrapping ourselves in the R&D, which is not research and development, Republican and Democrat, and we made it personal. You know, my mother and I have talked about this on numerous occasions. When they, when, when they were going to impeach Nixon and eventually he resigned, people who voted for Nixon were like, well, that sucks. That was stupid. They were disappointed in him. Other people who didn't like Nixon were like, well, ha, you got what you got, but we're moving on with our lives, and now we'll put somebody else in there, and that sucks. And who knows what the hell are you thinking? But they never looked as if I lost and the other team won. They kind of all looked at it like, eh, you know what, it's, it, it wasn't personal. And that's the issue. Right? We take everything personally now. Oh, I don't like your candidate. Well, that's because you hate me. What? Where, where, where did you get that? Do you, think any, do you think Biden could get something done? I, I'd like to think so. I've always said that. If you want your president to fail, what in God's name are you thinking about? How many times do I have to say this? That's like rooting for your pilot to crash because he's not the pilot you want. He's got issues. He knows what one of them is. Inflation is the, is, is the, is, is the bane of our existence. Yeah, it's the bane of your existence at this point in time. That's, that's true. That's true. His cabinet is of no help to him, by the way, either. His cabinet is of zero help to him. Impacts on food and energy prices we've seen from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So um, both of us probably could have used a better term than transitory. Um, There's no question that we have huge inflation pressures, that inflation is really our top economic problem at this point. Um, Yeah, yelling right there. Yes, it is. Not part of his, it's part of the administration, not part of his cabinet. Here's somebody who's part of his cabinet, Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm. So he's called for domestically oil and gas producers to increase their production. And he's called globally for oil and gas producers to increase their production, to try to make up for those lost barrels that Russia uh, took off the market, essentially. Now, let me just say that the president is going to bed at night thinking about this and waking up and asking for all good ideas, uh, including looking at gas tax, looking at everything possible. Yeah. Looking at everything possible. The gas tax is not going to be a winner at this point in time. And it's pretty simple. It's 18 It's 18 cents. Yeah, we'd like it to go down 18 cents, but it's it's we're going to have to pay it back. Right. Like right now, if it goes down 18 cents, I don't have to go pay it back. It's like six months, you guys pay that back. No, no. Some of this is absolutely his doing. Some of it's not. If you were to ask me, break it down, I'd say 30% is not on him. 70% is. The moves he has made, his war with the energy companies. And if you guys don't think it's a war, think about this. For those of you listening in the Midwest, God bless you. You're going to have a summer that might be warm, according to, I don't know, people who aren't driven by insanity. No warmer than anything else than we've had from the 1900s. But you're going to face something you haven't faced before, blackouts. Your stability in electricity isn't going to be there. 
Now, when we think blackouts, we think of craziness like California, where it's like, it's going to be 112 tomorrow, but make sure you set your thermostat at 92, uh, and it could be windy, so we might have to shut everything off because we don't want something catching fire, blah, 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 and we're going to shut everything down. No, it's nuts. But because of the battle when it comes to coal and clean energy, guess what's happened? There's going to be a shortage. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a shortage. And with him trying to force everybody into renewable energy, guess what? You're going to be in a position where you're going to have some fun this summer. Not because of a natural disaster. Not because of of horrific storms. No, 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 no. Because it may be very hot one day, and there's just not that kind of a coal amount that's available to help run some of these things, and the solar is not there. And uh, oh, and then you can look over, and there's no hydro. Because there's shortages when there shouldn't be. Yeah. So get ready for that. By the way, coal makes up 85% of all electric generation capacity requirements and plants this year. So shuttering coal-fired electric plants, have fun with that. That's not going to be good. It's not. But that's something of his doing. Those are another things of his doing. And blaming other people isn't going to get something done. What are you going to do to fix this? Sending people out to lie for you isn't going to help. Unfortunately, that is the brutal reality. Uh, You know, this is in large part caused by Putin's aggression. You know, since Putin moved troops to the border of Ukraine, gas prices have gone up over $1.40 a gallon. And the president is asking for Congress and others for potential ideas. But as you say, the reality is uh, that there isn't very much more to be done. Uh, Yeah, that sounds great. Secretary of Commerce, Gina Raimondo. How about uh, Karine Jean-Pierre? Jean-Pierre. KGB? KGP? (laughs) Might as well. She's a black lesbian in the first to be the spokesperson for the White House. I want you guys to know that. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you, is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration, and other experts as well, is that we feel that we are in a good position to take on inflation. We are in a good position to really start really working on inflation. My goodness. Does anybody buy that? Honestly, does anybody buy that they're in a good position to take on inflation? I want them to succeed. I want them to get back to the point where we've got manageable gas prices. I want them to 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 make the right moves to get us back. Well, what if they win election? I I don't. Whoever does the job correctly should get the job. But this administration has shown over and over again they don't do the job correctly. Going back to, you know, uh, the, the, their first giant blunder 
which was Afghanistan, and then you just start checking it off. Oh, you know, uh, gas has gone up a dollar seventy since uh, he's put troops uh, amassed them along the border. He didn't do it in April. He didn't do it in March. He didn't do it in February. He did it over the last umpteen months. You knew what was coming, and you didn't prepare. Reactionary, and the reactions have been slow. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Body positivity. We'll talk a little body positivity. Is the movement upset with somebody because, well, she... And I'm assuming she goes by she, (laughs) based on the outfit she wore. And there wasn't much of it. But what she was wearing, she wore well. She is angering them because it's setting back the movement of what we like to call the lazy. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Shows, your Twitter. Raycons are amazing love my raycons i got some uh new everyday earbuds and they've got what i love about them with with my new raycons is so when i golf one of the things i I like to do is i like to be able to feel the swing but i also like to be able to hear i know it sounds weird it's just I, i like that you can set that right so you can be in completely isolation or you can set it so you can hear around you and that's awesome it truly is they stay in my ears no matter how hard I swing, and and I love that. It is just, the, and the comfort. You forget you have them on. You can wear them all day without them hurting your ears, the gel tip. They have 49,000 five-star reviews. There is nothing better when it comes to earbuds. I see people spend two, three, four hundred $400 on earbuds, and I'm like trying them out. I'm like, yeah, they're okay. I mean, you know, but uh, you paid a lot of money. You paid like a half a tank of gas for these. These are amazing. The Everyday Earbuds from Raycons. Several different colors to choose from. The best sound quality you're going to find at a price that it will not break your bank. Right now, safe. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad. Get 15% off your Raycon order right now. That's buyraycon.com slash chad for 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Get them today. It's a perfect time for summer to be rocking and rolling. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show. If you're part of the politically exhausted majority, don't fear. Your time to be validated and rejuvenated is here. It's the Chad Benson Show. Hi, friends. My name is Reed, and I use he, her pronouns. And so I thought I'd share a little bit about how per, per's pronouns work. So per is a neo-pronoun that comes from the word person, which is why I really like him. The subjective is per, possessive adjective, and the possessive pronoun is pers. So my dog uses she, her pronouns, and she's not here right now. But if she was, this is how I would introduce Rosie to you if she uses per, per's pronouns. So I would say, hi, everyone, meet Rosie. Per asked me to introduce Per to you since Per can't do it per self. Right now, Per is on my bed because Per thinks it's Per's. This is why Jesus came back. 
He's going, hey, Dad, is there any way you can send one of those floods again? Per, 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 Who thinks of this stuff? This younger generation's absolutely bat insane. Hey, what does your dog identify as? As a dog. That's it. Has no other pronouns. His name is Doodle. I adopted him. He was in Tucson. They found him on the streets. We're not even sure he speaks English. <laughs> but does he have pronouns? He does not have pronouns. That person gave their dog pronouns. If uh, if my dog could talk, well, your dog can't, right? What did uh, what did Bill Maher say? Right, you've lost the plot. Once once your once your beliefs start looking more like onion headlines, <laughs> you know you've gone too far. <laughs> She's not done though, kids. And yeah, and I use he per pronouns interchangeably. So um, so yeah, so you would say, hey, have you met Reed? He's really nice. I really like being friends with Per. Does that help? I hope it helps. No, it doesn't. I like being friends with Purr. Prepare, prepare, prepare. My goodness. So Anthony sent me something today. He goes, hey, guys, you see this creepy thing? And I'm like, oh, my God. I, was, I sent that to my uncle yesterday in the middle of the day. So it's, it's uh, uh, Amarillo right outside the, like, certain security fences to the Amarillo Zoo. And, <clears throat> excuse me. We're all trying to figure out what it is. Because it looks like it's part coyote, part hamburglar, maybe part wolf, part I, I don't know, but it's it's bipedal. And it is creepy as S. It's <laughs> the best way to describe it. And it's, you know, it's a security camera, right? It's like, it's, you know, I don't know what they have. They may ring doorbell or one of those things. But you can see it, and it looks like it's wearing a little, like, Zorro mask. <laughs> I'm like, first thing I thought of was, like, why is the hamburger there? Oh, my God, he's real? He is. Is this, is he at Mayor McCheese's house? I don't think he is. <laughs> is he real? Yes, he is real, too. So, I don't know what it is. And everybody's like, well, it's got to be a dog on two legs. And I'm, I mean, it's, or, or something like that, you know, and that like when Anthony, producer Anthony said, well, you know, stuff washes up on shore. It's been out there and it's bloated and it's kind of just a hot mess and it looks weird. And, and, you know, it's been floating in the ocean for God knows how long. And a lot of this time, these things are, you know, so many thousands of feet below the surface. So when they start to go up and you know, their body, you know, density and everything changes is because of the pressure. And so it looks weird. I'm like, mm. why I don't think it's a dog, though, is it's the way it's, it has elbows that are shaped in a way that if they put went down on all fours, it would be wrong. So it's creepy. Maybe it's an alien. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a mystery that will never be solved. Or maybe it is the chupacabra, as some are saying. You don't know. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson, show us your Twitter the chat message here. This is the Chad Benson Show.
independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You know what? I love golf, but let's start there. What? Golf? What? What? Uh, how should I put this? I'm totally fine with these guys who want to play on the Saudi Arabian live tour. Uh, and why do they, people say, why is it called the live tour? Because Roman, L-I-V, Roman numerals, 54, 54 equals if you birdied every hole for 18. So they call it the live tour. I am totally fine with that. I have zero problems with people getting their own. They got offered money. But the Saudis are bad people. Again, how many bad people do we deal with? So just uh, earlier, the PGA Tour of America has come out with their ruling, and the ruling says if you play on that tour, you are basically banished from this tour. can no longer play. Now, here's the thing. Most of these guys are playing on this tour for several reasons. Well, some of them, their better days are gone, but they're still a big draw. Phil Mickelson obviously being one of them. Uh, that being said, he did win a major last year, and the oldest person, I think, ever to win a PGA Tour tournament. He was 51. Uh, still a big draw. Arguably the second, third biggest draw still in golf. The other thing that is interesting is they're going to be allowed to play in the majors. And the reason for that is the majors are by invitation only. So you have to have achieved a certain amount of things. You have to have had you, – you've got to do a lot of different things to be, to be allowed to come to these things. And so they'll do that. But it, this is another one of those things where I talked about where it's about – you know, it's about money. Yeah, it is. It's also interesting. They don't want, because I think out of all of these tournaments, and I think there's only going to be 20 of them. I was talking to my wife last night. You look at the PGA Tour, and I've got a couple of buddies who've been on the tour and are on the tour. The PGA Tour is a, first of all, you're an independent contractor, right? You don't, you're, you're, you, every week that you go to play in a tour event, you're bringing a team with you, you're getting there, you're paying your caddy, And if you make no money, you're out 10, 15, 20 grand that week. These guys aren't staying at the, you know, they're not staying at Motel 6. They usually got four or five people in the, and, 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 and there's a lot of great stuff with the PGA Tour, right? So if, if, if I was to go to the PGA Tour and I took my wife with me and I was blessed enough to do so, Charlie could come with us because they have, they have traveling schools and preschools and everything to go with them. There's all this really cool stuff. But you got to play almost every week to get to a certain level. Yeah. Some of these guys are like, man, i got a family. I'm on the road 40 days a year. I mean, 40 weeks a year. And you don't show up and play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You arrive Monday, get a, get a feel for the course. Right? Well, check it out. Right? Then i got to go meet sponsors. And then I'm going to have to play the course a couple times. And then I've got to go play the Pro-Am. And then I get to play in the tournament. And next week, I'm going to be somewhere else. Next, you got young kids at home. Somebody comes to you and says, hey, 
playing, I don't know, 15 tournaments a year will give you $100 million. And you're never going to miss a cut. And the worst case scenario is you make 150000 for the weekend. That's tough to turn down. I'm telling you guys, that is a tough, 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 tough thing to turn down. The human rights thing that really came into question had a lot to do with Phil Mickelson. Phil, you know, on a quietly, apparently, and the person who broke it and said it, said, Phil never said it was off the record. Phil said he said it was off the record, but he basically said, you know, those Saudis are scary MFers. He was asked yesterday about human rights. I don't condone human rights violations at all. I, I, I don't think it, I, I, nobody here does um, any, throughout the world. And I'm certainly aware of what has happened with Jamal Khashoggi, and it's, I think it's terrible. I've also seen the good that the game of golf has done throughout history, and I believe that Live Golf is going to do a lot of good for the game as well. Um, and I'm excited about this opportunity. That's why I'm here. And they gave you like a quarter of a billion dollars. <laughs> I'd be there too. <laughs> hey, Chad, we gave you a quarter of a billion dollars to do something. It may go against some of your morals. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I'll buy my morals. I'll buy new morals. I will figure out, a, I will hire a scientist to find out the right morals for this. <laughs> uh, but it's money, right? Like, you know, it's like we watch politics every day. You know, it's like, these guys and gals on the hill, you know, they're voting with their they're voting with their their best interest in mind, not yours and I, right? They're voting with their best interest in mind. They look around and your job number 1 when you get elected is to continually get reelected, is to hold that position at all cost. And so when something comes up to vote even if you and your heart go, I, this is the right thing to do. Your donors, your party, and we see what happens. We see what happens. We can't even hold, like if you're a Republican or Democrat, you're at a position now where you can't even hold your own party accountable for things that they have said or done, the way that they've acted, without the repercussion being, well, we're going to have to get rid of you. Yeah, it's about the money. And I've never, ever, 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 ever begrudged somebody for going and getting theirs. How could you? How could you? Don't you want to make as much as you can? And everybody gets very, you know, altruistic. Oh, I would just be, if I had all the money in the world, I'd take care of baby birds and people. You're like, shut up. You would not. You would not. So settle down. But I'm excited about this. I'm interested. Because like, how could you be interested? Because I don't I'm not watching the golf tournaments because of the Saudi Crown Prince. The way it started today was actually very interesting. So they're playing in the UK. And here's some of the stuff that's different that they're doing that I think also pisses off. The because they're kind of going USFL and, and the ABA, which is they're rolling out, except the difference is they have ungodly amounts of money. They're rolling out things that I think a lot of players like. It's kind of cool. It's a, it's a, it's a regular event, and it's a team event. You get a, There's a draft. 
On top of that, everybody starts at the exact same time. It's a shotgun start. So you may start on the second, another guy's starting on the 18th. Where I, I'm watching some golf now, and, you know, the Canadian uh, things going on. Sometimes it's just the luck of the draw. Well, I played in the morning, and it was perfect. And in the afternoon, the wind came, and it was nasty. And the next day, you're playing in the afternoon, but it's perfect again. No, everybody starts at the same time. It's very, very interesting. It is. And that's part of the excitement, right? Like, that's the whole thing. It's the adapt or die. And I love the PGA Tour. I love golf. You guys know that. But this isn't about golf. It's about money. Yeah, it is. It's about money. As an individual, you have every right to pursue something. And when I hear it, it's like, well, it goes against what, oh, for God's sakes, we're all hypocrites. We're all hypocrites. Every one of us. Oh, China's awful. And they'll go out and they'll tweet off their damn phone made in China. Wearing shoes made in China. Ordering stuff off Amazon made in China. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Got a little what's trending coming up. It's good. Every day somebody's like, I hate that thing, man. I don't mind the segment, but I just hate your opening. So we're gonna play it like eight times all day today. Eight, maybe ten, maybe a hundred times. We may never do anything else but play that. A lot of other good stuff to talk about as well. I want to get to it last hour about this uh, the Sydney uh, Sweeney and her micro miniskirt, which apparently is all the rage, and how body positivity people are all upset because she looks great. And, well, they don't, and they're all upset. It's setting back the movement. It's not. You guys, it's not setting back. There was no movement. First of all, there is no movement. We know that. <laughs> That's why we're in the position we're in, right? Again, you're being mean to me. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. Rough Greens R U F F Greens dot com slash Chad. Go there, get your free bag of Rough Greens. Doctor Dennis Black put this together. He's a naturopathic doctor, former Green Beret, right? Guy's done a lot of stuff in his life. Cancer survivors always looking for a healthier, better way. But he also thinks about that with. Your animals, in, including your dogs. So what he did is he put together this formula. It's amazing. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega three, six, nine, all this incredible stuff. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. You don't change a thing. Just put it on top of your dog's food and watch what happens. My dog Doodle is happier, healthier, just in a better place than he's been in forever and a day. And we've done nothing else. We know his time is limited, but his time should have been over probably three and a half, four years ago. So to even have time with him makes me laugh. Because he's bouncy and crazy. It's going to help with their energy. It's going to help with their, their aches and pains. It's truly amazing. Get your free bag. That's right. I said free bag right now. You cover the cost of shipping. Go to ruffgreens.com slash chat. Ruffgreens.com slash chat. Get your free bag now. Ruffgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. Let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. 
Time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? People, one person texts me all the time. I hate that thing. I'm like, all right, I won't play it anymore, but I'll play it a whole bunch. How's that? Let's find out what's trending right now. Let's head over. Let's start at Google. Right, the Google trends for the last 24 hours. NBA Finals, number one thing. Five million searches yesterday. I had no idea they were going on, so look at that. <laughs> Black Adam. Black Adam. Now, the trailer was released starring The Rock, superhero from ancient times, ass kicker. Looks kind of cool. Uh, it could be very interesting to see. I haven't seen the trailer. I saw, like, the, you know, the teaser trailer. So, and he's supposed to be the most, you know, like every time they come up with a new one, right? It's like, this is the most powerful one of all time. Like, no, this one's the most powerful one. Like, no, this one's the most powerful. Black Adam is supposed to be the most powerful one. Brett Kavanaugh trending. Yesterday, an armed man was arrested at his home uh, or near his home. Came uh, Apparently, the guy said he came to kill him because uh, abortion. And I'm like, Really? Like, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, there you go. There you go. Bryson DeChambeau and other golfers are also trending because of the battle between the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. We we're just talking about earlier that they are uh, it, it essentially what came down about, oh, a little while ago that uh, if you're playing on the Live Tour, which is the new uh, Saudi tour that's going to be essentially i think there's only one event being played there the rest are in europe and a vast majority are going to be here in america uh you cannot play on the pga tour so uh they started today all 17 that are participating now are suspended from any play many of them have resigned their membership anyways so interesting oh my goodness what else is going on it's got to be other stuff right you know, I mean, uh, COVID, yeah, does anybody care? I was telling the guys, uh, you know, we talked about golf. It was nice. You know, yesterday watching the hearings was tough, and that's also trending. You know, the, 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 the doctor that was on the Hill talking is a tough listen. It is. It's, it's, it's a tough listen to listen to Dr. Guerrero talk about Kids that he has, for all intents and purposes, watched growing up, treated them, their brothers, their sisters. For me, that day started like any typical Tuesday in our pediatric clinic. Mom's calling for coughs, boogers, sports physicals, right before the summer rush. Then at 12.30, business as usual stopped, and with it, my heart. I had heard from some of the nurses that were two dead children who had been moved to the surgical area of the hospital. Two children whose bodies had been pulverized by bullets fired at them, decapitated, whose flesh had been ripped apart, that the only clue as their identities was a blood-spattered cartoon clothes still clinging to them, clinging for life and finding none. It's hard to listen to. It is. And it's even harder, too, to listen to knowing that nothing will get done, nothing meaningful will get done. Not even a conversation. You know, at this moment in time, I would take a meaningful, actual, not a debate, but a conversation about, hey, how do we make things safer? 
what can we do to make it so our kids don't feel like they're inside of a prison uh, and at the same time uh, protect our, our, our most vulnerable? See, bad people go to places to hurt other people because, and the places they choose is what? Places where the most vulnerable usually are who cannot protect themselves. Because it's much easier, right? I mean, if you're going to go in, and the last thing you want are people firing back at you if you're trying to cause death and destruction. But I would take at least a conversation at this point in time between people that think they might be able to get something done and not having to turn around every time and, and look at Twitter and go, what is my base saying? Are they mad that I'm meeting with somebody? Are they mad that we're talking? Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. Text the show. A lot of other stuff to get into, including yes, body positivity. Talk about that. Some inflation. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. We can all use a little laugh, and he never, ever disappoints us. President Biden continues to campaign for more economic chaos. Meanwhile, in my state, the price of gas is so high that it would be cheaper to buy cocaine and just (laughs) run everywhere. John Kennedy. Thought he was dead. He's from Mississippi, by the way. Just let you guys know. But he's a rep because after being born and raised there, moved over to Louisiana. And you could hear it in his state. And by the way, his state's one of the states that has the cheapest gas. And the reason is because they have things like, you know, pipelines and access from the Gulf. And it's easier to get at southeast part. It's much cheaper. Much cheaper. Gas prices. What'd you say? How much did they go, Phil? Where you are? Was uh, four seven no four eighty six this morning. Yeah, four eighty six. Now four eighty six. Them's some big numbers for the average person. For me, I paid. Let's go back a month. I paid four twenty two, maybe a month ago. I paid five twenty two yesterday. So about a dollar or so in a month. That's it's about three cents a day, right? Three and a half cents or so a day. It's jumped up here with no end in sight. And it's causing everything to be more expensive. And that is going to continue to happen. And if we are, you know, if we are in a position right now where we think it could get worse or it can't get any worse, I want you guys to understand there are things out there that potentially could cause prices to rocket even higher. The UAE, United Arab Emirates, has said $150 is not out of the question sooner rather than later. 
Americans are spending $700 million more on gas every day than they were at this time last year. In just the last week, the average price for gas in Michigan jumping 51 cents. In Indiana, up 48 cents. In Ohio, 46 cents. There's no relief in sight due to soaring demand overseas and supply concerns due in part to the war in Ukraine. And now, hurricane season could send prices surging even higher. Yeah, because we forgot about those damn hurricanes, those pesky hurricanes, because they're going to take stuff offline. Uh, the damage it, it, there is. This is a nightmare of nightmares. If you're this administration, there is nothing else. When you look at all of the polls, they all point to the same thing. Yeah, I'm interested in 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 you know some sort of responsible reform with guns yeah you know uh you know abortion is something that 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 i'm thinking about or what, whatever it is but top of the list right there is inflation cannot escape it we're joking yesterday about the shrinkage right like the shrinkage the shrinkage jerry you buy something and what are you getting I was talking to, uh, uh, yesterday I was doing my local show, and we were talking about, like, one of our guys, he says, dude, the night before, uh, I went and got a sandwich at a place that, you know, foot-long sandwich, and he goes in a drink, large drink. And I thought, oh, you know, what is that, 11 bucks or something? It was $16. That is... It's it's everything. It is. And I said, well, you know, what's funny is uh, Charlie says to me, hey, Daddy, I, I want some cereal. So oh, let's go up to the store. We'll get some cereal. So we go up to the store, run up uh, and get some cereal over the weekend. And then we, you know, I take it out of the bag and they have, we have like these canisters we put stuff in. And so I open up the box and, you know, it's it's and it's got its plastic bag inside and you start pulling it out and it's full of air and you expect that to want to keep it fresh the whole nine yards. But normally about halfway up, you start to see the cereal. I got to about a third. And I thought to myself, are you kidding me? Stagflation? Shrinkflation? Gasflation? As uh, young Anthony uh, uh, here pointed. It's, it's real. And we still vote with our pocketbook. Period. Case closed. People are frustrated, and they're going to continue to be frustrated. They're going to continue to be pissed. They're going to continue to get angry. We can't afford to keep coming to work and not be able to afford the gas. I've been trying to just walk more places that I can. I'm trying to drive less. I'm about to get me a scooter. <laughs> what kind? I'm going to get me one of those electric ones. Maybe get one of those. Get yourself a little razor. Maybe do some tricks. One of our producers, Pablo, here from my local show says to me, I think I'm going to get a motorcycle. I'm like, no, you're not. You're not getting a motorcycle. <laughs> I like you. I don't think this is going to end well. <laughs> I'm just telling you, as a friend, this isn't going to end well. But I see that. I see, man, I tell you what. Ooh, Lordy. I would love to be able to pull into a gas station, right, like in a, on a motorcycle, and, you know, you pop the top off, put the thing in there, you know, God knows, you know, how many gallons, but you're going to get forever on it. 
basically, and boom, off you go. Fantastic. Off you go. It's fantastic. But that's not the answer. The answer, again, is it's in front of us. We need to do more here. We need to be talking to our allies, no matter how re- reprehensible we think they, they are in their human rights, because they all say the same thing about us. All of those things are true. right? We, 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 need, we, need, we need to start drilling more. We need to start doing a lot of different things to combat this. And also, so in the future, we're not reliant. You know, uh, uh, the, spra- the, the press secretary, uh, KGP, she was the other day. She goes, you know, they're paying $8 a gallon in, in Europe on average. Yeah, but the difference is, is we're a nation of cars. We like our cars, right? There's, there's a few cities where you can easily get around without a vehicle. But we're a nation of cars. We were set up that way. So telling people what other people are paying doesn't make them feel good because, once again, we're a nation of cars. I drive, you drive. I drive a lot. I drive way too much for my liking at this moment in time with the prices. I told them the other day, I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the, because <laughs> we're setting up a new studio. So I'll do my national show from there. And then I'll come in and do my local show. And I said, eh, it gets to about six, six fifty. I'm saying a couple days a week, I'm going to do my local show from there. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to deal with it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Last night, Biden went on Jimmy Kimmel. In his first in-person appearance on a late-night talk show, asked President President Biden on Jimmy Kimmel Live, touching on everything from abortion to inflation, he urged Americans to make gun reform a voting issue, explaining why gun control laws do not pass Congress. You find people who uh, are worried, I believe, that if they vote for rational gun policy, they're going to be primaried, and they're going to they're lose in a hard-right Republican primary. Yeah, yeah. And they also worry that you're going to overreach. And when people say, well, you know, we would never do that. I always say, go look at what happened. The, the, the leaked SCOTUS documents about abortion triggered a, a flurry of actions around capitals who want to, capital houses across the country who want to get rid of abortion. And then some of them are like, well, maybe we should just get rid of contraception altogether. Maybe we should just, like, yeah, you know, we're sorry that your dad raped you and you got a three-headed baby in there, but you have to keep it. I mean, because people overreach. People are stupid. There's no common sense. And we're all guilty of of at times being hypocritical but i think the the vast majority of americans look at a lot of these guns and say yeah i don't think the average person should have that even though they're gun owners i don't want to take away their rights because i would want my rights impinged upon. okay that's fair that's a fair thing right i understand what you're saying But I worry that the other side's going to go too far. Because that's ultimately what happens. That's why we can't have nice things.
We can't have nice things because we're ruled by idiots. One of my favorite sayings of all time when I was in England is we fight like lions. Unfortunately, we're led by donkeys. And that happens way too much in this country. Well, you can't have a real conversation because everybody's afraid to say, hey, you know what? Mm. I mean, go look what happened. People in their good conscience said they saw what happened on January 6th and said, all right, we've had enough. We've had enough. A lot of this chaos, a lot of this, we've had enough. They spoke out against Trump. Even Trump himself. There's an article today talking about the fact that even Trump himself, there's been some movement created where even he is no longer Trumpian enough for it. He got booed two weeks ago on his own, you know, rally on it on the stage that he he, you know, these people are all there talking about vaccines. Like that's where we are. Yeah, I think you should be able to walk around the bazooka. <laughs> okay. But it goes back to that personal responsibility thing, which we forget about all the time. And part of being personally responsible is sometimes being personally responsible to look over to some people and say, no, 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 including your own party, which we can't do anymore because, oh, God, well, people will be mad that I get primaried. But was it the right thing to do? That's it. Was it the right thing to do? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Speaking of politics. So we saw what happened. Obviously, January 6th. Hearings are going to start tonight. Uh, in prime time. It's very interesting, you know, how this is going to go. But some of the stuff is going to be about Mike Pence. And the ridiculousness of what some people said they were trying to do, which was force him to do something that, he couldn't do but a lot of people thought he could there's too many ambiguities the electoral count act of 1887 when they put the rules in there they outlined it they're too vague too antiquated people don't understand it that's why presidential election project is doing something and they want you to visit their website they want you to sign up for all the latest content everything that they've got updates because they're trying to change it right so we saw what happened in 2020 now imagine a scenario the same thing only Kamala says, well, maybe I can't do something. Or the next vice president's getting forced into doing something when they know that they shouldn't be being pressured. Let's change that. Let's get rid of the ambiguities. Let's, let's define the role essentially as what it is. Ceremonial. That's, that's it. Let's make it clear, concise, so everybody understands. So the states do their jobs timely. They decide the election results. Congress then respects each state's lawful results and no pressure on the vice president to either try to do something they think they can or try to get forced into something that they know they can't. Go to presidentialelectionproject.com. Sign up for all of the free information they're going to send to you. Check out what they're doing because this is important. That's presidentialelectionproject.com, presidentialelectionproject.com. Chad Benson Show. No fake outrage here. Just the real thing. The Chad Benson Show. Ah, real outrage. So, you guys know there's a new uh, dino movie coming out? That's right. Jurassic World Dominion. I hear it's the last one. But if it makes 
a billion dollars, it's hard to say, you know what, let's not do that again. There are some new dinosaurs, uh, for sure, that you will never forget. And Laura Dern should know, star of the first and third Jurassic Park movies, returns for Jurassic World Dominion. She said director Colin Trevorrow kept up the tradition started by director Steven Spielberg, uses little CGI as possible. Having a Giganotosaurus in front of you, its full body coming after you. It's a little more powerful than staring at an X on a piece of paper. And it's not just the massive Giganotosaurus. I run into some creatures that may be small, but are definitely more disgusting and probably your worst nightmare. Jurassic World Dominion is in theaters Friday. Yeah. Now, uh, I've got my own little Jurassic World. You guys know the crocodile monitor uh, is a very cool monitor. It's the longest lizard in the world. People are like, no, it's a Komodo dragon. No, crocodile monitor gets longer. It doesn't have the body of a Komodo dragon, which is, you know, giant. But it is arguably the smartest of all the lizards, the crocodile monitor. So when they did the first Jurassic Park and they looked around for Spielberg's looking around. I, like, I want to find something that can somewhat replicate uh, some of these things. And they didn't really know what to do. You know, because the only relics we have of dinosaurs are birds. For those of you not, what about reptiles? The only relics we have are birds. They went and got a crocodile monitor and looked at it for the velociraptor. And the reason is because the crocodile monitor, the facial movement of it is so amazing and so incredible. But it's their eyes. Their eyes are incredible. And the way that they focus and the pupils, they can open they, the way that they go. It's it's awesome. And in fact, one of the things that, that, you know, I always tell everybody about the croc monitor is it's much like a velociraptor. It's always trying to learn. So you it'll be in its cage and it's trying to figure out, OK, am I safe? Am I not safe? Where are my parts in here where I want to be? What can I do? Can I try to escape? Can I do any of these things? Uh, but, you know, nowadays they're all pretty much captive born. They wouldn't. Even, I told somebody yesterday, if my. My big lizard, Norman, got out once. He went across the street and came right back. <laughs> He's like, they have no food. I don't even, where do we get food? <laughs> How does this happen? They're so lazy. Uh, I will see that. I will. I will. And that's the, there's a perfect example of a movie that needs to be seen in a theater. Right? Like Top Gun. You need to see that in a theater. You need to feel and experience the ride, the whole nine yards, the, the, the motion, the big, the sound, the feel, the, the, all of the stuff. That's what you need. That's why theaters are not going to go away. They learn to adapt, but they're, they're not. They're not going anywhere. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. You miss any of the show, we got this little thing called a podcast. You can grab it. We do podcasty things. Sounds eerily similar to the show. You can reach out to us on all the social media. Texting is always the easiest because it's just easier. Because I get a text and I can text you back and I handle my own stuff. Uh, when you do all the other stuff, everybody gets into fights. And we just, we just stop fighting. My goodness. Every time we start arguing, I think, man, I wish the dinosaur thing was real and they did come back. And we're like, you know what? Go eat everybody. I'm fine with it. Jeb Benson, Joe. This is the Chad Benson Show.
Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Tonight we're going to get a lesson in bipartisan ridiculousness. There's a January 6th hearings start. So you don't believe we should have hearings? First of all, this is what I've always said about hearings. Anything that is important is never heard in the public. It isn't. Those things happen behind closed doors. Anything that's real. This is not about proving guilt or innocence or saying this this was absolutely an insurrection and that this was a coup orchestrated by Donald Trump and Cletus. <laughs> right? This, this is not that. This is about weakening the other side and reminding everybody, look what this last guy did, right? That's why you've got to continually keep us in power because we we would not be like this. And 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 you know, it's it's important. Because what took place on the sixth, no matter how you want to look at it, was wrong. But it was also sixteen months ago. People are staring at Large gas bills, rent bills, mortgages, they're looking around and they are struggling to make ends meet. They're seeing their businesses slow down. They're seeing uh, their businesses slow down because they can't find employees. They're seeing, they are looking at a lot of different things. January 6th really isn't sitting top of their mind at this moment in time. Doesn't mean, again... And this is part of our thing where if you can't say what happened on that day, do I believe it was insurrection? By most, no. I believe it was a bunch of idiots who were angry, who were, you know, you get a bunch of people together and they start moving in a certain direction and and they get, you know, riled up a little bit, things can happen. Do I think there were other people that were there to try to do something because they thought they had some magical plan between the president and themselves? That is that that will be determined in the court. But, yeah, I think there were some people there who thought literally not just figuratively, but literally they were going to overthrow the government and hand the government back to Trump. But it was a very small fraction of people. Who were at best poorly organized as they larped around as coup people and that's what they were doing they were larping idiotically so yes do i think we need to have hearings yeah but do i think anything significant is going to come out of them no because it's bipartisanship and we live in a world of bipartisanship right now they're also having hearings on guns it would have been more impactful to have hearings on guns in the evening than it would have been to have this but this is not uh, this is not something that 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 is meant to sway anybody if you believe that this thing was just some sort of uh uh you know goofy little uh got out of hand thing then that's what you're going to see it as. If you think this was absolutely the closest thing we've had to a coup and we were moments away from being, you know, overthrown and, and, and you know, no, no. Just you, you believe that, you're not, nothing's changing your mind. The gun thing would have been different in prime time. That would have been. 
yesterday listening to some of the survivors of the shooting. You're not human if you if you don't understand and feel for these kids, for these people. You're not. Shot my teacher and told my teacher tonight and shot her in the head. Oh, and then he shot some of my classmates and the whiteboard. When I went to the backpacks, uh, he shot my friend that was next to me. And I thought he was going to come back to the room. So I grabbed the blood and I put it all on me. And... What did you do then when you put the blood on yourself? Just stay quiet, and then I got my teacher's phone and called 911. So that's a little girl who's in the classroom. So her friend is dead. She takes blood. She covers herself up to look as if she's been hit and called 911. And as we all know, wow, they came a-running 77 minutes later. What did you tell me? I told her that we need help and to send the police in the in my classroom. If there was something that you want people to know about that day and about you, right? Or things that you want different, what would it be? You have security. Do you feel safe at school? Why not? Because I don't want it to happen again. Do you think it's going to happen again? Maya Cyril, I'm 11. Do you feel safe at school? No. So what you have, though, let me show you exactly why we can't have nice things in this country and why you have people that are ridiculous on all levels. Okay? This is Rep. Steve Scalise, who I want to remind everybody was shot at the congressional baseball game and almost died when they were practicing. But here's where you take it to the ridiculousness. And airplanes were used that day as the weapon to kill thousands of people and to inflict terror on our country. There wasn't a conversation about banning airplanes. There was a conversation about connecting the dots. How can we try to figure out if there are signs we can see to stop the next attack from happening. And some people might have thought that wasn't possible. And yet, because Congress came together and focused on the root cause of the problem, thank God we have been able to stop other attacks on our homeland. Yeah, because what did we do? We went places and we crushed them. (laughs) That's it. We spent trillions of dollars crushing them on their homelands or in the countries that they were hiding in. Did that solve a a massive majority of the problem? Yes, it did. It absolutely did. And he's right. We didn't talk about banning airplanes. But we can have a conversation. Maybe an 18-year-old who just, you know, uh, I remember myself at 18. Think back. You think you should have some of these things? Any, Any weapon at that point. Hell, I probably thought I shouldn't have any BB gun. You guys get what I'm saying. But you can have a conversation about it. And he's right. Banning stuff is stupid. When we know, the, like anything else, the gun itself didn't tell this kid to go pick up 
the gun. Hey, kid, pick me up and take me to Buffalo or, or to the school. Let's go kill a bunch of people. He never did any of that. But the tool gave him an opportunity and gave several others an opportunity to kill a lot more. But yes, the bad person pulled the trigger. The personal responsibility is on that person. But what can we do as responsible gun owners, like myself, as responsible Americans, to protect the innocent? Who don't know that hate and anger could show up? Who don't understand that? And who are vulnerable? That's part of being responsible, being able to protect the vulnerable and not by snatching things away from people who are responsible, but by finding the bad, identifying, making it harder for them to get things and access to things. So you go from one extreme to the insane other and why we can't have nice things. Ladies and gentlemen, Joy Bear. The Republican Party already has said, many of them, that taking those AR-15s off the market is a no-starter. Okay, it's me, all about the just, guns, I know, all right? Can I just say this real quick as a gun owner? Yeah. There are people in this country that genuinely own guns and just do so for the same reason that we all sit up. An AR-15? No, let me tell you. Okay, let me give you a story. There's a man in Connecticut that watched his neighbor have a home invasion and watched whole, their whole family get killed. He built his own AR-15 because Connecticut won't let you buy them, but you can abide by rules that allow you to build them. And then he has one in his house to protect his family because he never wants to see that happen again he is a black man it's odd most ar-15 owners are former military okay. 35 plus Americans. so thing. that's all i'm saying okay. is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, okay. here's the thing once black people get guns in this country the gun laws will change trust me okay because black people don't have guns come on stop it stupid this is why we can't have nice things there's no conversation you could have that's real when people always want to argue and fight over stuff they want to say stuff that's ridiculous that person got stabbed. Maybe we should have stabbing laws. Enough. Enough. If you're interested in having real conversations, fantastic. If if your only goal is to grow your Twitter followers, become a celebrity, and continue to raise money so you can get reelected over and over again so you don't have to give up power for your fiefdom, it's time that we look elsewhere for somebody who will do the things that we need to do. And this is just one of the many things that our government can't come together with and do. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Eden Pure. That's right. I said it out loud. And I'll say it again. Eden Pure. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Get the best air purifiers around. Period. Case closed. End of story. No filters to buy. 250,000 units sold. They work. They don't mask the odor. They destroy it. They do. They come out. They destroy it. It's gone. It evaporates. Fresh and clean. You will smell the difference in moments. Never buy any air filters. Plug it straight in. Super quiet. And it's the Oxyleaf 2 Thunderstorm because it kind of gives a feel and a smell of a bit of a thunderstorm. Oh, yeah. Right now, save $200 on the Eden Pure deal going on. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use code CHAD3. You're going to save $200. You're going to get three of these. Plug them in anywhere, and you will smell the difference in moments. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code Chad three shipping is free. EdenPureDeals.com code and the number uh, Chad and the number three. Chad Benson Joe. You 
Doughboy. This isn't about right or left. This is just about right and wrong. Right you are, Chad. The Chad Benson Show. I've really enjoyed my time on the PJ Tour. I've, um, I've had some incredible experiences, some great memories, and I have a lot of strong opinions on things that should and could be a lot better. One of the mistakes I've made is, is um, voicing those publicly. So I will, I will really make an effort to keep those conversations behind closed doors uh, going forward. I think that's the way uh, to be the most uh, efficient and, and get the most out of it. Ah, that right there is uh, Phil Mickelson, lefty, the uh, Live Golf Series kicked off today. And as it was kicking off simultaneously, the PGA Tour fired back and said, uh, all 17 of you that are playing in the tour, uh, the Live Tournament this weekend, you are now no longer part of the PGA Tour and you cannot play anymore in any of the events and your your FedEx Cup points, which is for the in-season prize money and stuff, it's all being wiped out, you know. And there's going to be some lawsuits. Don't think that there's not, you know. And the question is, is why can't I play on both, right? Why can't I, you know, why? Why, why can't I? And they're going to say, well, you're a member here. You can't be a member there. There's going to, there's going to be a lot of different things. And they're also going to bring up the fact that many of these players uh, play on both tours that, that was before this tour. They played in, on the European tour. I watched the European tour, and you're like, oh, there's Tommy Fleetwood. I just saw him last week playing at such and such. And it's th- this will be interesting. Uh, but, I, again, I I don't have any problems with them playing. I, I never have. To me, it's never been like if you can get you know you can get yours, go ahead. But they're gonna they're gonna make it something big, and and now you know the live tours come out and they've basically said how vindictive this is, and now you've got a golf war. But the money's massive. Every we've talked about it so many times throughout our our time here that we've shared together over these many many moons. You get yours, right? If I'm 35 or, you know, 38, and I got a couple youngsters at home, and I spend 40-plus weeks a year on the road, and I don't get to see them, and I don't get to see my wife or my family, and I spend more time with my caddy, and while the money's good, other people are enjoying a lot of the fruits of the labor, I I got zero problems with you saying, hey, these guys are giving me $100 million. Tell me I've only got to play 20 tournaments a year. And I'm never going to get a, I'm never going to get cut. I go, I play. If I suck, I still get paid. That's a tough thing to pass up. That is. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. <sighs> It'll be interesting. I'm going to watch the January 6th things tonight. I am. I'm going to watch a bit of it. Uh, I just don't know what to what to expect. One thing we have been told, though, so we're carrying it live here at the, the, locally at the, at the station that I do my local show at. They're carrying it live. And we have been told 
and assured by, I guess, by the FCC and everybody else that there is going to be language that is unacceptable for children under the age of, you know, whatever. You're going to hear the F-bomb. You're going to hear a lot of different things. And we've been told we're, it's going to be all out there for prime time. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, well, what did you expect? This is politics, which is nothing but a bunch of F-bombs. But I don't know if we're going to see anything different that we don't already know. And I don't even know. Evidence doesn't even matter anymore. No matter what you pose to somebody, they're going to figure out a way if they have a belief system to work around it. They have a strong case. They believe aides will say through all the video, but also through over a thousand depositions that they have done. They've spoken to high level people in the Trump White House. Now, I think also to remember that they've essentially said that these messages that former chief of staff Mark Meadows turned over have essentially served as a roadmap throughout their investigation. So we'll see. I would like to see. Why don't you bring some of the people up that have been convicted? Why don't you bring some of the people up that are currently awaiting trial? That'd have been interesting. It's the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Gun reform, does America want it? I think America wants something. You know what we don't want? We don't want extremes, right? We don't want it's all or nothing or the opposite, right? It's nothing. The common sense in there. But we don't allow common sense to come to the party. We don't allow common sense to have a, a place at the table. We don't allow common sense to have any kind of of of, of take on a debate or uh, what eventually becomes an argument because it's there's nothing there. Like I say, go back to reality TV. If you're watching The Real Housewives of God knows where they are this week, it could be Boise for all I know. <laughs> Real Housewives of Boise. Next on The Real Housewives of Boise. Two people sitting there having a normal conversation and laughing and getting along. Nobody watches that. Two people that throw punches at each other and food at each other, screaming and yelling. People are going to watch that. Of course they are. Because if you're in a restaurant and you're hanging out with your wife or your friend, and you're just sitting there chatting, and then the people behind you start fighting, you're going to turn and look. Those people, we need to take the microphone away from. We do. Right now, Biden has to think about a lot of things. Can he get something done with guns? Would that be a win for him? I think it would be a win for all of us. Why does it have to be a win for him? Because he's on the other team, Chad. Oh, we have teams? <laughs> yeah. Like, really what happened? We got teams? Yeah, we got teams. Shut up. No teams. We're Americans, right? Yes. 
We should want the best for one another, right? Yes. But I want my team to win. Once we started wrapping ourselves in the R&D, which is not research and development, Republican and Democrat, and we made it personal. My mother and I have talked about this on numerous occasions. When they, when, when they were going to impeach Nixon and eventually he resigned, people who voted for Nixon were like, well, that sucks. That was stupid. They were disappointed in him. Other people who didn't like Nixon were like, well, ha, you got what you got, but we're moving on with our lives, and now we'll put somebody else in there, and that sucks. And who knows what the hell are you thinking? But they never looked as if I lost and the other team won. They kind of all looked at it like, eh, you know what? It's It, it wasn't personal, and that's the issue. Right? We take everything personally now. Oh, I don't like your candidate. Well, that's because you hate me. What? Where, where, where did you get that? You think any? You think Biden could get something done? I, I'd like to think so. I've always said that. If you want your president to fail, what in God's name are you thinking about? How many times do I have to say this? That's like rooting for your pilot to crash because he's not the pilot you want. He's got issues. He knows what one of them is. Inflation is the is is the is is the bane of our existence. It's the bane of your existence at this point in time. That's that's true. That's true. His cabinet is of no help to him, by the way, either. His cabinet is of zero help to him. Impacts on food and energy prices we've seen from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So um, both of us probably could have used a better term than transitory. Um, there's no question that we have huge inflation pressures that inflation is really our top economic problem at this point. Um, yeah, yelling right there. Yes, it is. Not part of his, it's part of the administration, not part of his cabinet. Here's somebody who's part of his cabinet, Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm. So he's called for domestically oil and gas producers to increase their production, and he's called globally for oil and gas producers to increase their production to try to make up for those lost barrels that Russia uh, took off the market, essentially. Now, let me just say that the president is going to bed at night thinking about this and waking up and asking for all good ideas, uh, including looking at gas tax, looking at everything possible. Yeah, looking at everything possible. The gas tax is not going to be a winner at this point in time, and it's pretty simple. It's 18, it's 18 cents. Yeah, we'd like it to go down 18 cents, but it's it's we're going to have to pay it back, right? Like right now, if it goes down 18 cents, I don't have to go pay it back. It's like six months, you guys pay that back. No, no. Some of this is absolutely his doing. Some of it's not. If you were to ask me, break it down, I'd say 30% is not on him. 70% is. The moves he has made. His war with the energy companies. And if you guys don't think it's a war, think about this. For those of you listening in the Midwest, God bless you. You're going to have a summer that might be warm, according to, I don't know, people who aren't driven by insanity. No warmer than anything else than we've had from the 1900s. But you're going to face something you haven't faced before. Blackouts. Your stability in electricity isn't going to be there. 
Now, when we think blackouts, we think of craziness like California, where it's like, it's going to be 112 tomorrow, but make sure you set your thermostat at 92, uh, and it could be windy, so we might have to shut everything off because we don't want something catching fire, blah, 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 and we're going to shut everything down. No, it's nuts. But because of the battle when it comes to coal and clean energy, guess what's happened? There's going to be a shortage. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a shortage. And with him trying to force everybody into renewable energy, guess what? You're going to be in a position where you're going to have some fun this summer. Not because of a natural disaster. Not because of, of horrific storms. No, 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 no. Because it may be very hot one day, and there's just not that kind of a coal amount that's available to help run some of these things, and the solar's not there, and uh, oh, and then you're gonna look over, and there's no hydro. Because there's shortages when there shouldn't be. Yeah, so get ready for that. By the way, coal makes up 85% of all electric generation capacity requirements and plants this year. So shuttering coal-fired electric plants, have fun with that. That's not going to be good. It's not. But that's something of his doing. Those are another things of his doing. And blaming other people isn't going to get something done. What are you going to do to fix this? Sending people out to lie for you isn't going to help. Unfortunately, that is the brutal reality. Uh, you know, this is in large part caused by Putin's aggression. You know, since Putin moved troops to the border of Ukraine, gas prices have gone up over $1.40 a gallon. And the president is asking for Congress and others for potential ideas. But as you say, the reality is uh, that there isn't very much more to be done. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Secretary of Commerce, Gina Raimondo. How about uh, Karine Jean-Pierre? Jean-Pierre. KGB? KGP? <laughs> Might as well. She's a black lesbian in the first to be a spokesperson for the White House. I want you guys to know that. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you, is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration, and other experts as well, is that we feel that we are in a good position to take on inflation. We are in a good position to really start really working on inflation. My goodness. Does anybody buy that? Honestly, does anybody buy that they're in a good position to take on inflation? I want them to succeed. I want them to get back to the point where we've got manageable gas prices. I want them to 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 make the right moves to get us back. Well, what if they win the election? I I don't. Whoever does the job correctly should get the job. But this administration has shown over and over again they don't do the job correctly. Going back to 
you know, uh, the, the, their first giant blunder, which was Afghanistan. And then you just start checking it off. Oh, you know, uh, gas has gone up a dollar seventy since uh, he's put troops, uh, amassed them along the border. He didn't do it in April. He didn't do it in March. He didn't do it in February. He did it over the last umpteen months. You knew what was coming, and you didn't prepare. Reactionary, and the reactions have been slow. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Body positivity, we'll talk a little body positivity. Is the movement upset with somebody because, well, she, and I'm assuming she goes by she, (laughs) based on the outfit she wore. And there wasn't much of it. But what she was wearing, she wore well. She is angering them because it's setting back the movement of what we like to call the lazy. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Uh, losing weight. How would you like to? How would you like to be forty pounds, fifty pounds lighter? hundred days from now. You can do that with Calibrate. Calibrate is not like all these other, hey, come to our thing and we're going to make you take 5 million supplements and we're going to make you eat only our food that tastes like cardboard or here, this is the meat you can eat and you can only eat it between now and no, no, no. Calibrate's about real world lifestyle changes that are real, but it's also about FDA approved medication, FDA approved medication. Went through all the years and rigorousness to get it. And now, here it is. And it's incredible. It's going to reset your metabolism. So when you start to lose weight, your body doesn't freak out and say, we better not lose any more weight. It's amazing. Clients love it. I've sent so many listeners there. Family members. They're loving every single second of it. Because they're like, this is what it should be about. It's awesome. You're going to get one-on-one video coaching. You're going to get in-app monitoring. You're going to have uh, peers that you can talk with. On top of that, you're going to get uh, a video doctor visit as well. It's incredible. Calibrate. Try it. You want to lose weight. You're getting frustrated before. You will not be. You'll be happy, and you'll be successful, and it's sustainable. Go to joincalibrate.com. Use code CHAD to save. Joincalibrate.com. Code CHAD gets you a one-year metabolic reset. It's going to get $50 off right there. Joincalibrate.com. Use code CHAD. Chad Benson Show. If you're part of the politically exhausted majority, don't fear. Your time to be validated and rejuvenated is here. Wake up. It's the Chad Benson Show. Hi, friends. My name is Reed, and I use he, her pronouns. And so I thought I'd share a little bit about how per, per's pronouns work. So per is a neo-pronoun that comes from the word person, which is why I really like him. The subjective is per, possessive adjective, and the possessive pronoun is per's. So my dog uses she, her pronouns, and she's not here right now. But if she was, this is how I would introduce Rosie to you if she uses Perper's pronouns. So I would say, hi, everyone, meet Rosie. Per asked me to introduce Per to you since Per can't do it per self. Right now, Per is on my bed because Per thinks it's purse. 
This is why Jesus came back. <laughs> He's going, hey, Dad, is there any way you can send one of those floods again? Per, 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 who thinks of this stuff? This younger generation's absolutely bat insane. Hey, what does your dog identify as? As a dog. <laughs> it's it. Has no other pronouns. His name is Doodle. I adopted him. He was in Tucson. They found him on the streets. We're not even sure he speaks English. But does he have pronouns? He does not have pronouns. That person gave their dog pronouns. If uh, if my dog could talk, well, your dog can't, right? What did uh, what did Bill Maher say? Right, you've lost the plot. Once once your once your beliefs start looking more like onion headlines, <laughs> you know you've gone too far. She's not done though, kids. And yeah, and I use he per pronouns interchangeably. So, um, so yeah, so you would say, "Hey, have you met Reed? He's really nice. I really like being friends with Per." Does that help? I hope it helps. No, it doesn't. I like being friends with Per. Prepare, prepare, prepare. My goodness. So Anthony sent me something today he goes hey guys you see this creepy thing and i'm like oh my god i was i sent that to my uncle yesterday in the middle of the day so it's it's uh, uh amarillo right outside the like certain security fences the amarillo zoo and we, <coughs> excuse me we're all trying to figure out what it is because it looks like it's part Coyote, part Hamburglar, maybe part Wolf, part, I, I don't know, but it's, it's bipedal and it is creepy as S. It's <laughs> the best way to describe it. And it's, you know, it's a security camera, right? It's like, it's, you know, I don't know what they have. They may ring doorbell or one of those things, but you can see it. And it looks like it's wearing a little like Zorro mask. <laughs> I'm like, first thing I thought of was like, why is the Hamburglar there? Oh my God, he's real. He is. Is this? Is he at Mayor McCheese's house? I don't think he is. <laughs> is he real? Yes, he is real too. So I don't know what it is, and everybody's like, "Well, it's got to be a dog on two legs," and I'm—I mean, or or something like that, you know. And that, like, when Anthony, producer Anthony, said, "Well, you know, stuff washes up on shore. It's been out there and it's bloated, and it's kind of just a hot mess, and it looks weird and." And, you know, it's been floating in the ocean for God knows how long. And a lot of this time, these things are, you know, so many thousands of feet below the surface. So when they start to go up and you know, their body, you know, density and everything changes is because of the pressure. And so it looks weird. I'm like, mm. why I don't think it's a dog, though, is it's the way it's, it has elbows that are shaped in a ways that if they put went down on all fours, it would be wrong. So... It's creepy. Maybe it's an alien. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a mystery that will never be solved. Or maybe it is the chupacabra, as some are saying. You don't know. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show.
is The Chad Benson Show.